Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. And all I have to say is, ouch. <laughs> ouch. The Warriors lost a tough one to the Denver Nuggets, 117-116 at home on a buzzer beater last second shot from Monty Morris. A three-pointer off of a nice pass from Nikolai Jokic. Steph went down to double. Jokic, being the amazing passer he is, saw that, kicked it out to Morris on the right wing, right in the shooting pocket, nailed it, and the game was over. Yeah, that is a terrible way to go into the All-Star break for a couple reasons. The first being obvious is that it's a loss. After their last loss against the Clippers, I wanted to see how they would perform in this final game. And for the most part, they looked pretty good. They started off with great energy and they got up to a 16-point lead. They never really pulled away, of course. And the Nuggets, you know, they kept fighting back, but they couldn't hold on. The Nuggets, Mike Malone, he started doing the hack-a-loon, hack-a-loony strategy with about two and a half, under three minutes left. And Steve Kerr stuck with Looney and Looney proceeded to go one for six after getting fouled three times. And that not only mucked up the game, but slowed it down. And I think the Warriors had maybe an eight point lead when they started doing that. And yeah, they lost. That really, really sucks. This drops them to six and a half behind the Phoenix Suns and Yeah, with 23 games left for the Warriors, that's a pretty, pretty big gap to try to overcome. They're only one and a half up on the Memphis Grizzlies. So this one burns because now you're really looking at the schedule, at playoff positioning. And this was one that the Warriors, they played well enough, obviously, to win this game. And it's just like, yeah, shoulder shrug. But good on Monty Morris for hitting that because he was the guy that got called for the foul on Steph on the and one on the previous trip down the court. So he shook it off and drained that shot. It is what it is. You know, it burns. It also sucks for someone like Kavon Looney because if <laughs> if I went out like that, I would want to play a game immediately, like the next day. You know, just forget about this. I don't want to sit around during the All-Star break thinking about missing five out of six free throws. Hopefully, he just forgets about it and moves on. But the same thing for the whole Warriors team in general. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And now you can't really enjoy the time off as much as you normally would. I'm sure they still will, you know, but this one will probably stick in their craw if they are competitors, at least for a few days. So you move on. But hopefully they can get some mental, physical rest and head towards the stretch run of the season with some renewed energy, with renewed focus, with eyes towards getting Draymond Green and James Wiseman back. To be honest, like before that last second shot, I had a totally different set of 
topics to address, but I will save those maybe for an episode during the All-Star break. This game was one where I was like, yo, they changed it up. They put Gary Payton II in the starting lineup and had Jonathan Kaminga coming off the bench, which I thought was a really, really smart idea, something to try out for two reasons. The first is that Gary Payton II, he's one guy that has lost playing time and lost like rotation minutes because of Clay Thompson's return. And, you know, we've talked about Jordan Poole adjusting from being a starter to coming off the bench, being that microwave six man and everything. We've talked about Andrew Wiggins adjusting his shots and all that stuff and getting used to Clay in the starting lineup, but haven't really talked too much about Gary Payton. I mean, I've known that he obviously as a guard was going to have to make some changes in his routine and everything, you know, especially without Draymond, he's not getting those looks from the dunker spot, the lobs, whatever. I mean, without Draymond, without Andre Godala, two guys who really, really look for the dunker spot. So it's good to get him in the starting lineup, get him into the flow, add a little bit more defense. Yes, you get smaller, but hey, it worked. And then having Jonathan Kaminga come off the bench at the same time as Jordan Poole, I mean, that's that's kind of nice, right? You're two young energy guys who can beat you from outside and inside in different ways. That adds a nice jolt to that first set of subs, a scoring jolt, an energy jolt, and that also paid off. Jonathan Kaminga, he played 21 minutes. He was five for six. He hit both of his three-pointers, and he also showed a nice flair for getting to the basket off the dribble, right? We've seen him do a lot of backdoor cuts, slipping screens, all that stuff that Warriors tend to do, that the Warriors offense opens up with Steph and everybody. But it's good to see him create on his own. We've known he could do it, but it's cool to see him bring that out of his bag. He also had three assists, three rebounds. He had 12 points overall, but he also had four fouls, which took him out of the game early, and he never really got back into like a flow, especially as crunch time came around. And, you know, the fouls, it's like he wasn't getting called for a ton of fouls when he first started getting playing time. And I was always impressed by that, especially when he was guarding like crafty veteran guards. He wasn't going for steals. He wasn't getting ticky-tack calls. But now he's getting some of those calls called on him. So he's got to watch out for that. Maybe the refs are adjusting for him, playing more minutes. Maybe he is reaching a little bit more here and there, bodying people, but he's young and he will work on that. Jordan Poole, six for 11 off the bench, two for four from three. He missed a free throw, which is odd considering he leads the league in free throw percentage. He had five assists and two steals, 15 points. So yeah, I mean, the Warriors played well. Steph was 10 for 19, only one for seven from three. But as we've said on this show before, that dude can get two-point shots anytime he wants. He can get mid-range shots. He can get to the basket relatively often still. And he had 25 points. Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson, they didn't shoot that well. Wiggins was four for 12, one for five from three, only nine points. Clay was five for 15, three for 10 from three. He missed a free throw as well, three for four. And he had 16 points. Overall, though, the Warriors did enough. And 
what can you say? You know, they went into the fourth quarter up by eight and they got outscored by nine. So it goes. <sighs> A couple random things that tease into stuff that I do want to talk about over the next few days. Jonathan Kaminga is now in the Rising Stars game during the All-Star break. He's replacing Chris Duarte from the Indiana Pacers. I guess he has a toe injury, so that's good. He'll get some recognition. Hopefully, he'll get a bunch of lobs, put people on notice during the All-Star weekend, make a name for himself a little bit. Hey, and who knows? Maybe uh, my Jonathan Kaminga top shot moment will increase in value. It already has over the past month and a half, so keep it going. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. I did also want to talk about James Wiseman. He had a presser earlier in the day and he sounded really positive. He talked about playing five on five, not having any setbacks. And I'm super optimistic about him. I've always believed in that dude. Just want to see some fire in him, see some dog in him, make sure that he can stay healthy. And, you know, I've talked to Aram in Toronto about this. He said, all they really need is James Wiseman to come in, play eight to 15 minutes whenever he's needed and basically be JaVale McGee, right? Not saying that that's his ceiling, but his role on this team now with only a handful of games left and then into the playoffs is to do that. If James Wiseman had come back in September or December, like we had previously thought, then, you know, he has to integrate more. He probably wants to show a little bit more, be more a part of this team. But now he's just kind of tacked on at the end and the team is who they are at this point. And what they need him to do is very, very specific. And in the presser, he talked about being completely willing to do those things and wanting to do those things. He's not trying to do too much. You know, he wants to keep it simple and do what the coaches ask of him and what his teammates need him to do. And that's great. You know, a healthy James Wiseman doing the stuff that JaVale McGee did for the Warriors back in, you know, 2017, 2018 is better than anyone you'll find in the buyout market. Like just that type of guy. And in these games where the Warriors are out-rebounded or pushed around in the paint, that's what Wiseman can do. You know, he can also add that vertical threat. 
He can be a different dude setting screens. He can be a different dude in the pick and roll. He can be a different dude in the dunker spot. Put him in the second unit. Put him in pick and rolls with whomever, right? Put him there running pick and rolls with Jordan Poole. So that's a positive to me. And I wanted to get more into that, but this game, man, this game just did not, it, it took me out of the mood a little bit, but you know, you got to laugh at this one, right? It's like, oh, wow. This is a game that the Warriors usually never lose, right? This type of game where they're ahead and then Steph hits a shot. Rarely, rarely do they lose these. It's just like, oh, they're winning this game. You know, you can feel it because of the way they came out, but it was not meant to be. So, yeah. Anyway, as they say, it's a make or miss league. Steph made a shot and then Monty Morris made a shot. But man, I was like, ah, Steph, why did you have to double? You know, I get it. You know, Jokic is great. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. You know, you'd rather not double down on Jokic and maybe give up the two for the tie. Cause you also know that like a team is going to look for the win, a road team. That's what they do. You're down by two. You look for the win to go home and yeah. It's unfortunate. Anyway, it is what it is. Moving on to the next, which is on Thursday, February 24th, the Warriors are in Portland. So hopefully Wiggins gets some rest. He says he's tired. Looney, hopefully he gets some rest. He says he's pretty beat up. And hopefully James Wiseman gets more work during the All-Star break. You know, like that's really important. I mean, this is a time for him to really, really start catching up to the rest of the team. A handful of days ain't going to do it, but you can't waste those days at this point. So hopefully there's some more positives coming down the pipeline and we will just go from from there. Anyway, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com, and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And also, that'd be great if you could leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely appreciated and helpful. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.